What's my pet peeve? Messy cat litter. Those furry little pads turn into cat litter super spreaders, leaving the already been used litter scattered across the floor for your bare feet to discover. The solution? World's best cat litter's new load tracking and dust control. It's quick clumping, made from corn so it doesn't stick to paws like clay, and specially formulated to stay where it belongs, in the box. Switch to World's Best Cat Litter for a happier, less littered home. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464. Imagine More Success Radio Show. It's the all about you show with successful entrepreneurs and business experts sharing their stories and powerful takeaways while providing you with the tips, tools, tactics, and a free weekly gift to help you thrive. Your hosts for the Imagine More Success Radio Show are the best-selling authors Cindy Hendricks, who is a certified business consultant, and Thomas Hydes, a certified world-class public speaking coach. Check out the Imagine More Success Radio Show at imaginemoresuccess.net. Because now is the time for you to realize your dreams and to imagine more success. Hey, thank you for joining us this week. We're so happy you can be with us. We hope that you'll be having a fantastic week and enjoying the opportunity to move from a place of stagnation into a place of extreme growth, feeling better, feeling happy, feeling optimistic about the future. Cindy, we've been having a, a really great run of shows you know, since we've come back from our little hiatus, and I think today is going to be another really great show for the listeners. What do you think? Absolutely. I think the timing is perfect. You know, I know a lot of people, um, when they kind of hear the topic that we're going to be talking about today, they may have some 
preconceived ideas about what it really means. Our topic today is really about turning your passion and your purpose into profits. And it's probably a concept that, that you've been familiar with if you heard. We're going to hear a little uh, different spin on it today and, and, and have some really great breakthroughs for you in the audience today. So, um, you know, if you take a look at uh, any business venture, any sort of big endeavor that you take on in life, there's always an inner and an outer game of business. And today we're going to spend a little bit of time on both the inner and the outer game, which is something that both Cindy and I enjoy uh, learning about and sharing with you guys as well. So without further ado, we want to go ahead and tell you a little bit about our guest today. Today's guest is Michelle Guajardo. She is uh, the founder and CEO of the Conscious Library. Michelle is a teacher, a coach, and an intuitive mentor for spiritual women entrepreneurs. And I think that's a really, a really cool niche market for her to be in where she works with people who are deeply spiritual. She uses the principles of universal laws, mindset, and entrepreneurial acumen as she is going through her mission, which she has a really big mission. She actually wants to help three plus million women throughout the world by the by the ripple effect to, to really help create more spiritual entrepreneurs and help people like you really regain the, the freedom and the lifestyle that you dream of. And so we want to go ahead and welcome her to the show. Michelle Guajardo, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, Thomas. Uh, and uh, Cindy, I'm excited to be here today. Yes, welcome, Michelle. And boy, oh boy, does the world need you today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, there's uh, there's quite a few people I know that are, are having kind of a rough time right now, but there's also a lot of people who are having some breakthroughs. And you shared a little bit of a story with me that I found fascinating about um, someone named Sally. If you would tell us a little bit about Sally. Yeah, so so Sally came to me um, at the first of the year as a one-on-one -on -one client, and she was looking for some help with trying to create a course uh, or a program to help parents and students with learning disabilities and she just didn't know where to go from there she she felt like she wasn't enough and she felt like she was kind of stuck and you know then the the whole self-worth and being enough kind of kicked in and so um yeah that's kind of how we started with with working with her well you have to fill up your own cup before you can share right it, exactly exactly what's sally feeling like now um, it's amazing um, just to see her face when we do our Zoom sessions. You can see a drastic physical difference, um, but she's more confident. She's more excited. She has a bigger vision than even when we started. She's feeling really empowered, and she's building out her beta course right now and getting ready to launch it probably within the next uh, 60 days. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah. And isn't that what we coaches live for, or for our clients to have that kind of reaction after you get them started? Yes, yes. It's it's a, it's kind of a, like raising a child and you get excited by their achievements and their accomplishments. And I can't wait uh, every week to be her cheerleader. Yes. How exciting. And when is her course due out? Um, we're, I think we're looking more like September 1st, like at the school year, so that it times in with the, with the children going back to school. And how rewarding for the kids that really need that little extra help and support to be able to get on their path. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, you got to get them young and, and teach them their own mindset and their own um, visions of what they can accomplish, too. And that's what she's going to do in our program. Well, and she might want to do that for, you know, all the other kids because... Today, kids are certainly not on the, the best path they can be on in, you know, the, the, in general, the bigger numbers of the kids. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I think it's a struggle just across the board for everybody from teachers to parents to, to the children trying to figure out what new normal looks and feels like. Well, and we just live in such a, a new world today that we just have to rely on people like your client to help those who need that little extra support. Whether right. they have the, the learning disabilities and the kids that uh, don't have learning disabilities that do have learning disabilities. <laughs> right. So when you're working with, um, with your clients, I know that you do have a really uh, kind of one-on-one -on -one and personalized transformational coaching program that you, that you work them through, that you walk them through. What are some of the, um, I guess, challenges that you find a lot of your clients have? Well, um, everybody has different needs, um, and, and as I coach them through them, there's three that really kind of always 
kind of bubble up to the top. And the first and foremost is mindset, right? Because I believe that your mindset creates your reality. Your feelings and your emotions are going to manifest your reality, right? So positive or negative feelings, that's what's going to manifest in your reality. And so the three main areas that um, I find myself addressing the most of is mindset, um, and then clarity, which is clarity around everything. You know, I always say with clarity comes direction. So it's clarity about what you offer. It's clarity about what your truth is and what you believe. It's clarity about who you help. Um, and then it's in the bottom, you know, like the underlying third bullet really is all about self-worth and charging our worth um, and knowing that we are, are um that we are the experts and that our, what we charge is um, fair for both sides of the house. Let's start a little bit. Um, let's start the conversation off about mindset. This is something that Cindy and I spend a lot of time with as well. You said earlier that uh, your mindset creates your reality. How, how often do you see when something comes to you that that's, that's their, their first kind of big stumbling block? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it doesn't matter if you're a beginner, if you're, you know, 25 years in corporate, if you're, you know, making six figures or more a year, mindset is the foundation. Because when you think you've fixed one belief or you've, you've rewritten a truth, your new truth, when you get to that next level, it sometimes rears its ugly head again, right? So if, you, if you're just coming out of corporate and you're having self-worth issues, and you go in to be an entrepreneur, you're still having self-worth issues. If you make that barrier at six figures and you're trying to break the seven-figure barrier, now you're trying to figure out what's my worth now at seven figures. So, well, you know, that just reminds me when I was in corporate America managing teams of people, my managers would come in with the sour face and they were all stressed out because they had issues to deal with. And I said, you know, as a manager, your job is problem solving. <laughs> <laughs> and the same is true with business owners, but I think sometimes the folks forget that that's why they have a job and that's why they have a business. Right, right. When you when you start off with someone um, working on their mindset, do you start first with values or do you start with um, the thoughts about who they are or thoughts about what they're doing? Really, the, the first thing I do is is I, I work with them to describe what their vision is and their, and their you know, like, like where's their end destination, right? Because if we know where we're going, we can define the blueprint or the map to get there. And uh, a lot of times what I find is that they are, they are limited in what they can imagine the possibilities are because of the experiences they have. So in Sally's case, when she came to me and we met, you know, and she had this vision and it was a lovely vision. It was, you know, by all intents and purposes, a great vision. But what I showed her was, you know, hey, did you know you could do this? And then we could do this. And then this is even bigger. So like her little box was limiting her. She didn't even know there was another choice in a bigger box and a bigger vision. And she told me later, that's why she signed on is because I had a bigger vision than she did. And she could see it when I could articulate it. You know, um, anyone that's listening today, definitely, I think that's a really huge point to hit on. You know, that wherever you are today isn't necessarily where you're going to have to stay forever. You're going to have the opportunity to create something much bigger, much greater, something that's going to really make you happy and something you can be proud of. I think that's, that's tremendous for people, Michelle. Right, right. I think we, we all, a part of us, we want to be seen. We want to be heard. We want to leave a legacy. We want to you know, do better for our children than what we had is growing up, right? And so knowing that you're enough is a hard mindset thing to get through. Um, and that's what we work through at every step of the way. As you work with people with their mindset, do you also find that they worry about what they're able to accomplish based upon what their skill set is? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we always have this preconceived notion that we're not smart enough, we're not um, credentialed enough, we're not old enough, we're, we're, not, we're not young enough, right? The enough in quotes. And um, I was reading in a book uh, this morning, and this quote jumped out at me, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it, but basically is God doesn't call the equipped or the qualified, right? He qualifies <laughs> the call, right? So, I love so that. So it's, it's important to know um, 
that where you are right now today, you are enough for what you need to deliver and create and build today. And, and with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a moment on the Imagine More Success radio show. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Exposé Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. Path Home Shamanic Art School has just launched a new online series of classes, Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow. In these classes, composed and taught by Path Home founder and director Gwilda Wiecka, you'll learn practical shamanic skills to support your daily life, such as how to build a medicine wheel to access the power of the earth, perform a shamanic journey, create sacred space in which to live and work, empower your life with totem animals, elementals, and fairy folk, and learn the art of accurately reading signs and omens. These tried and true skills are the key to living a powerful, productive life. Visit us at findyourpathhome.com to see the ever-growing collection of classes and leading-edge information to support you during these times of uncertainty and transition. All can be found at findyourpathhome.com. Back to the Imagine More Success radio show with Cindy and Thomas. Just as we left off in the last segment, we had a really beautiful word of wisdom from our guest today, Michelle Guajardo, who is helping her clients turn their passion and their purpose into profits. Just then when we were ending, you were taught you had a, 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 a beautiful point of wisdom that you were sharing with us. Michelle, please go ahead and, uh, and uh, enlighten us with that again. Yeah, yeah. so what I, what I was saying was that God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. So, so what this means is that wherever you are right now today, you are enough with where you are today. And when you go in tomorrow, you're going to have and be enough for tomorrow. 
and so on and so on as the days go on. You will always be equipped with what you need for that day. You know, that is such a comforting, um, comforting words to hear. And I think that it really speaks to so many people. I, I know that in no matter no matter what particular genre you're in or what tasks someone's undertaking very often, they just don't feel like they, they know enough to do what they want to do or have enough or there's always some sort of roadblock. But it's so comforting to hear that. And I, I really hope that that lands in a lot of people's ears today and really touches our heart. I hope so, too. Michelle, when you're you're talking about helping people turning their their passion and purpose into profits, one of the methodologies that you use is actually helping them to build and create courses. To take a moment to walk us through why that's such an important component to building the profits you're talking about. So, um, e-learning, the whole market of e-learning, um, is a three hundred and thirty billion dollar industry, right? And everybody, I believe, everybody has something that they're passionate about, something that is um, that they can teach someone else or mentor someone or help them through. And the e-learning market allows them to bring their passion and purpose in a, in a way that they can reach the global market. People can then take the courses and consume the content at their leisure, on their schedule, at their pace. And online content allows you to do that. And really, that also is giving people the opportunity to kind of formulate their own self-education as well, right? Kind of determine what, what's important to them to learn. Yeah, yeah. And, and in today's world, when everything is going virtual, um, you know, it's more and more we're, we're self-paced, we're doing self-learning, and, and, and then there's community built around that. But really, we're having to take the reins to do our own education. And this is just, you know, coming coming into play as we roll out 2020. And don't you find that most of the courses that are coming out are coming from people that have the experience and background of the experiences to teach these classes instead of what you get in a lot of mainstream courses, which is theory? Yeah, I think so. And, 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 I, and I talk about this in, in what I call a bridge of transformation, which is is like the, the, the stepping stones or the pathway of where we have gone as, as leaders and, and entrepreneurs and where we are guiding our ideal clients and our students through them. And because, like you said, we have that practical experience, we have the stories that support it, we have the analogies, we have the examples, and people are looking up to us and saying, wait, if you've done this, I know I can do this. Or you've done this and you're where I want to be and now I, you can help guide me there. Exactly. And then they get so excited because then they know their vision is going to come to fruition, right? Yeah, yeah, they can, they, you know, they, there's a, there's a script, I'm not a scriptorian, but there's a scripture that says where two or more reside, there is God, right? And for me, God and the universe are the same. So I always feel like if there's more than one person that's holding energy and excitement, um, an emotion for your vision that just energizes and amplifies that vision and gets everybody excited about it. It's like the crystal stone, right? Yeah. <laughs> that good old quartz crystal. <laughs> yes, yes. And don't you find that that the clarity with all of what we just talked about really brings it home for your clients? Yeah, I feel too. It's like a sense of, oh, wow, you mean I don't have to market to the 400 billion people on this earth? I can just like really niche down and I can really talk their language and I really can solve their problems that they're having right now. I don't have to feel like I have the burden of every single person that's in that niche. Yes, that would Let's be a very expensive about. marketing bill. <laughs> yeah, Let's talk about that a little bit because you, you talked about uh, clarity as being one of your three components that um, you often have to help your clients with. Take us through, you know, let's, let's just imagine that someone that's listening today just has a general idea that they'd like to create some kind of um, course that they'd like to sell, but they don't really have an idea yet of, of what they're going to do. That. Take us kind of through the overall um, uh, overall concept of creating that clarity. Yeah, so if, if they're getting nudged to create a course, and, and it works even like if you're going to write a book or, or have a one-on-one -on -one program or whatever um it's kind of like what is where have you been as as the person that can speak to the transformation and and who what problem do you solve right because the problem once you've identified the problem it it helps to 
get clear on who the people are that are going to have that problem, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, someone who's a millennial and who doesn't know anything about investment is going to have one kind of a problem, whereas somebody who's, you know, 25 years in 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 their work and they've got a 401k, their, their issues around investment are going to be different, right? So that's why I'm saying when you know who you're going to, what your solution is, then it helps you define who you're going to market to. And the other thing that most people don't talk about when they talk about niching and, and really clarifying who their ideal um, client is, is what motivates that person to purchase, right? We talk about where do they live, yes. how much money they make, what's their education, but what is the motivation, right? So like my client, Sally, you know, her, her ideal client are parents. Parents will do anything and pay almost anything to help their children be successful in school, to give them that level up that they need to be, you know, thriving members of society, right? So she knows what's motivating the parents to whip out their credit card, but she speaks to the value she speaks to the solution that she's offering these parents. And by the way, her solution doesn't just help the student. She's built in the guidance that the parent needs for their own mindset, for their own belief that they're enough, and their own ta- uh, you know, strategy that they can use to help guide the, that student. That's a great, great, um, great concept about getting the clarity around that, that initial idea. I love that. You know, I don't. I haven't heard a lot of people actually talk about that about the the reasons why people buy. Um, you know, I I've heard of I've heard of this, and I'm misnaming the the event, but essentially within the last ten years or so, with the invention of the smartphone, people have changed the way they purchase things. Instead of just finding something they like and buying it, they then go and obviously like research, review, look at reviews, things like mm-hmm. that. How does that play into the the idea of creating your niche product yeah so people buy from because other people have bought right they have that FOMO like well if so-and-so bought it and they think it's good then it's going to work for me too right Mm -hmm. so when so what what I'm working with Sally is is to validate what she thinks as a credentialed 25 years of experience in a classroom teacher what she thinks the real problem of a parent is she's going to validate that with a beta run. And part of the beta run means that she's going to receive testimony back from these parents who've gone through these course, the course with her and give feedback, right? So they're building it kind of with her, but they're giving their testimony as payment. And she's able to then use the testimony and say, look, I have real life parent Jim and Mary and, and son Stephen, and I have real life, you know, Mary and, and, and Tom, and you know what I mean? Like she's, she's being able to collect that where people will see, wow, if that's a real parent and they have the same problem, maybe I can have the same solution. Ah, I see that. That's, um, you know, I think one of the big stepping stones for a lot of people when they're getting started in this area is that they feel like maybe it's crowded or other people have already made courses and that, that they, you know, why is their opinion validated or why does it matter why should they create a course what do you tell people when they run into that um you know to me as soon as you started asking that question i kept hearing the word mindset 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 like i'm not Mm -hmm. enough i'm not smart (laughs) enough i don't have credentials enough why would anybody listen to me right and and so as an entrepreneur i even struggle with mindset right i'm not i'm not perfect i'm not the expert i have my own coaches that help me with that but one of it is it's like if you're being called to do it, it goes back to that, right? God does not call the equipped. He equips the called, right? So if you're feeling nudged to do it, what makes you different? What's your unique selling proposition that make you different? Because you may say something in a way that only this group of people are going to understand. And those are the people that are your ideal client. Whereas the influencer over here who's just spouting words, they don't connect with. But the way you deliver it, the way you build it, the way you use analogies and examples in your life experiences is what's going to connect you to your um, to uh, your clients, to you. And my question back to them, if not you, who and why not you? Well, and, and that's and that's really the the hammer hitting the nail on the head with you have to connect with the coach you select. Yes, yes. Because there has to be that safety net where people can feel like they can say uh, they have issues with their self-worth, which is uh, 
maybe we can spend some time in our next segment on this, the whole self-worth thing because, I mean, that's huge. Right. Yeah, you know, that's, and at, when we come back, we are going to talk about that. We are going to talk about self-worth. We've had some really great uh, conversation around clarity, and we're kind of getting into that deeper area where we're learning more about turning your purpose and profits and your pur- purpose and passion into profits. We're going to touch on that more in the next segment, and obviously in the fourth segment today, we're going to have a great gift for you as well. So do stick around. Today, we're spending time with Michelle Guajardo, and when we come back, we're going to get into it even more on the Imagine More Success radio show. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate. He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships, not only love, but work school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com, $1.50 per minute, paid by credit card, with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call one 702 8598 That's one 702 8598 Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Welcome back to the Imagine More Success radio show with Cindy and Thomas. You know, we've been having a a really great conversation today about um, turning your passion and your purpose into profits. Um, This is been a really, really fun day for us because this is hitting on a lot of topics that Cindy and I spend our days helping people with as well. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to have another perspective and to really hear, um, you know, that, that a lot of what we've seen is not something that only we've seen. Does that sound good? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm sure our listeners can relate too, because whether you have a job, you work at home with your family 
or you have a career. I mean, all this is relative. Yeah, and today's guest that we're spending time with is Michelle Guajardo. Um, she is currently a teacher, a coach, intuitive mentor for spiritual women entrepreneurs. We do want to mention that she also has 20 plus years experience as a corporate IT, uh, corporate IT project manager, instructional designer, and trainer. And she's actually taken these very, um, very corporate skills and combined them with her intuition and spiritual practices. And that's a big reason why she's able to help people really find their path when it comes to creating a profitable business from the things that are really important to them. Michelle, as we continue the, the discussion today, we wanted to hit on the, the topic of self-worth because you mentioned that as one of the three, three things that you work with Sally and something that comes up with a lot of your clients. Take us through your concept of self-worth and where you begin. Yeah, self, the self-worth, what I found is, is most clients don't use that language. They don't come and say, hey, I need a coach because I don't know how to do self-care, self-love, and I don't think I'm good enough. Like, it, it doesn't right. come out straight like that, right? It, it, you hear it in the language that they use. You hear it when they start to think about and talk about their fears and, and how those are triggered and what's coming up. And so self-worth um, is really based on um, things that we've heard, experiences we've had. You know, some of it we borrow from the collective, you know, like um, it, all kinds of things like, oh, women can't do that or men can only do this. And, oh, you're too young or you're too old. Those are inherited from the collective, right? But we also inherit them from the people that raise us and the people that teach us, you know, I can, I can think back to certain events in my childhood, um, that still at my age are, are playing that same story and song, like a, like a skipped record in my head. And, and so all of those together will have an effect on where we think we are enough or if we have self-esteem or self-worth. And don't you find that that really holds people back and how we can really catapult them into their future? Oh, oh, yeah. The fear, the fear is real, you know, and, and, and feeling like they're chained and they can't take that, that step. But if, if they can look at whatever is creating that fear or that belief, um, and, and step back and, and say, is that really my truth? Like if you say, oh, I'm bad with money or I never can balance my checkbook, is that really true? Do you never balance or have you never balanced your checkbook? It's not a universal truth, right? So like for Sally, you know, we, we started to lay out what her value offer would look like. And she said, I don't know if I can charge that much. And I said, why do you think that? She says, I don't think I'm worth it. I don't think anybody will pay for it. And I said, wait a minute. I said, how, what, what, what do you have like credentialed wise? Like, let's really just get to this. And I said, do you have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree? She goes, oh, um, like flip it. She says, I have uh, two bachelors and I have a master's degree. And I'm just like looking at her, like draw dropped on the floor. And I said, and how many years of experience do you have in a public school classroom? Oh, over 25. And I said, okay hold it right there. First of all, sweetheart, you do have the credentials. Like you have the paper, you've spent the money, you've spent the time. And I said, I, I really, you know, so I kind of coached her through it. And one of the things I challenged her to do was to go get her diplomas and hang them on the wall in front of her desk. Mm -hmm. said, every time you think you are not enough, every time you think you do not have the credentials or the experience or the knowledge or the wisdom I want you to go and I want you to raise your eyes and I want you to look at what it took to get those three degrees. I said, you have all of the experience of working with these children for 25 years. You've heard their stories. You've seen their successes. You are more than equipped. You are more than enough. And so I just kind of had to, what I call, talk her off the ledge and really show her that her truth was she did have the credentials. That's exactly yeah. what Cindy did for me years ago. <laughs> I, I was here chuckling, Thomas. <laughs> I was like, boy, that, that sounds familiar. <laughs> now, Thomas, Thomas, did you get them up on the shelf yet? Absolutely, yeah. 
They're on the wall now, yeah. Now, you see, that is a wonderful thing for all of our listeners out there to do. So whatever accolades you've received, even if it's a card with somebody complimenting you on something that you did for them, put it out for you to look at every day. These are words of wisdom from a wonderful coach that's helping someone help disabled kids. So yeah. be sure you put that stuff out there and look at it and feel those great feelings of accomplishments like Michelle's sharing with us today. Yeah, celebrate them all, big or small, right? And, and I want to I want to share something. I don't know how many people know this, but Tony Robbins, who is like the highest paid coach, most sought out coach in the world, has no coaching certificate. That's correct. I don't think he's that. got much education either. <laughs> no, but, but he's got... He's, he's done his own inner work. He's done his own growth. And he's and he's been able to do this transformation and teach it and, and all of these things. So he's built his uh, reputation and his credentials with the work he's done. The result well, his education, yeah. was, his education was very different because I don't know uh, books, but he went to the bookstore and library and, and read about all the other motivational gurus and yeah. learned from the best guys. And actually, I think, was it Jim Rowan he worked with? Yes. Yeah, I think that you were right, yes. Yeah. So so I want to, I, I, I know we, we didn't really talk about this, but there's an exercise I want to challenge everybody else to do, and I call it the love me compliment. And it doesn't matter if you put it on your bathroom mirror, if you journal every day, if you put it on your phone. But every day, write a compliment to yourself as if your best friend was complimenting you. And oh. sign it, love me. So you, I put a big old heart, and I always write, like, oh, your hair looks great today. Or you were really good on that interview. You were really concise. You were really, like, you were really in service. Like, whatever that looks like. And it doesn't have to be long-winded. Just something to remind yourself how awesome you really are and how enough you really are. Oh, I love that. And so many people really are, you know, there's so many great people out there that don't even know how fantastic they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's a really good, that's a really good advice for so many people right now because man, we're in the thick of it right now. You know, this is one of the most, um, challenging times (laughs) times for people really in recent history. I mean, you you know, all these studies are being done. There's more unhappy people than ever right now. I think there's a lot of feeling hopeless. I think a lot of people that feel a lot of fear around the future. And, um, you know, it's really hard to move when you're feeling so stuck, especially when you feel so bad about yourself or about where you are compared to where you want to be. Yeah. And, and I will tell you, you know, I started my spiritual journey uh, six or seven years ago after I left corporate and the one, there's two things that I really give credit for changing my life. The first was a daily routine. And it can be whatever you want, but I always spent time with me and in my thoughts and in my connection to source. And the second thing was gratitude. It doesn't matter if you put one thing or a hundred things on your gratitude list. If you can find a way to be uh, grateful for a blessing you have, you will spend more time in gratitude than you will be in, woe is me, look what I don't have. Well, it takes a lot more energy to do the negative besides. Yes. So those, are, those are great ideas for people out there to jump on the gratitude wagon and be sure to connect to whoever your person is that yes. you have in your life. I know we're jumping a little around today, but um, something that did strike me that you were talking about is morning routine. Tell us a little bit about not just how it's important but really why it's important to you and and what your morning routine looks like so my morning routine has really evolved um over the course of of the last six or seven years and really what it involves is uh me just being with me you know like i get my coffee sometimes i'm reading a book sometimes i'm journaling you know sometimes i'm doing spiritual practice work like uh, you know with my crystals or whatever but the point is Whatever works for you, whether it's morning or evening, is to find 10 or 15 minutes where you can just connect to your inner whispers, to the universe or God, whatever, whoever you resonate with, and, and ask, what is possible today? Yay, I love that. So before we get out of time, Michelle, I would love to hear what your special gift is for our listeners. Oh, I'm so excited to bring this to to your listeners. It's what I call my Bridge of Transformation. And you can get it by going to tinyurl.com slash bridge 
of transformation and the number two. It's all one word. And it's and it's for those spiritual entrepreneurs who are really trying to to um, to work on their niche and get that really clear about their niche and to lay out the five steps of the transformation that they bring to their clients. Ooh, love that. And again, tell us what the uh, the website is again. Uh, tinyurl.com forward slash bridge bridge of transformation and the number two beautiful we want to uh just tell you to stick around for a few minutes we'll be right back with the next segment of the imagine more success radio show Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals, as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality. Is formulated from zoolite, whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genex provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Ancients knew what we have forgotten. In order to be empowered by nature, one must be aligned with the way life works. We've become increasingly disconnected from the earth and her cycles to our extreme detriment. The medicine wheel ceremony is an ancient rite practiced by shamans worldwide to recalibrate their people with the powers of the universe. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, at the Galactic Shamanism Retreat this spring equinox, March 18th through the 22nd, in the beautiful Colorado mountains. During this life-changing three-day medicine wheel training, you'll learn to build and maintain your own cross-cultural shamanic medicine wheel to promote manifestation, health, and personal power. Empower yourself with the wisdom of the ancients. Contact TouchIn at findyourpathhome.com or call 303-775-3431. You are back on the Imagine More Success radio show with Cindy and Thomas. We're so glad that you continued to join us today. Uh, if you are just getting started with us today, we are catching up with our guest, who is named Michelle Guajardo. She is the founder and CEO of The Conscious Library. She is a spiritual teacher, a mentor, and coach who helps 
spiritual female women entrepreneurs to turn their passion and their purpose into profits. And one of the major methodologies that she does, that she utilizes in order to help people do that is the idea of creating courses and selling them. And I tell you what, we've had a very fun-filled and information-filled uh, interview today. We all thought we were almost done, but we have <laughs> another segment, which is fantastic. Um, I do want to encourage you to check out um, her free gift, which is, if you'd like to actually walk them through it again, Michelle, please. Um, it's tinyurl.com slash bridge of transformation and the number two. And it's really about a, a, a download to help you really define who your ideal client is. Right. To get clear on who your, your client is and, and five step, the five stepping stones of the value that you offer your client along the path of transformation. What a true gem. People are going to love that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Michelle, what kind of, how does your past IT experience um, help you in course creation? What is it that, that comes from that that most people don't have? Um, the thing that I think, there's two things. First of all, as a certified project manager, I am OCD, list maker, very organized, very structured, kind of repeating template. The second thing that I think that is missing a lot from a plethora of courses is that not knowing who your client is or how they consume content, they, they don't understand that, so they're just kind of throwing things together. So the, the thing that I bring is the understanding of adult learning principles and how do you apply adult learning principles to your course content so that th whether they're auditory or visual or kinesthetic learners, those are other ways that you know more things about your ideal client and that, that when, you, when you meet them where they are, they become more successful because you already know more about them. You know, I've heard people talk about that, but how, how do you actually go about figuring out, figuring that out for um, a major demographic rather than an individual? Yeah, so for me, you know, they, the proverbial they, always say you are your client two to three years ahead. Like where you are mm. is where you were two to three years behind. So for me, I, and, and also based on the generation that you speak to, like Gen, Gen um, Y, the millennials, are very much auditory. They want fast, they want videos, they want on the fly. Gen X, they're more, um, you know, let me have it in writing, let me have a traditional newsletter, let me have the text, and if I want to watch the video, I can. But they want something tangible that they can hold in their hand, like a PDF. Mm. So for me as a course creator, I always cover all of them, right? So I make sure there's an audit, uh, an auditory option, uh, a video, there's text, there's always some kind of a handout or a download that they get. And if you can gamify it, your what you teach, that's, it. that's the kinesthetic piece of it. And that's where the, you know, the human element of competition comes in and they'll be wanting to make sure they're on the leaderboard or they're ahead of Johnny or, or Susan. <laughs> little old-fashioned American competition. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> does seem to go a long way. <laughs> um, earlier in the previous segment, you were talking about your morning routine and how it had changed over time. But you'd also mentioned that gratitude is a, a really important part of staying centered and, and beginning your day and staying on point. Kind of take a moment to speak directly to the listeners and, and give them some idea of how, how they can really focus on gratitude and, and how to really see um, gratitude in their own lives. Yeah, so the first thing I will say is don't look at it as, oh, crap, it's one more thing on my to-do list. How am I going to fit it in? <laughs> so everybody goes to the bathroom at least five to ten times a day. So put a journal in the bathroom. And while you're there, write one thing. And journal in the a, bathroom. Start okay, with the toilet that's paper. Good. Start with the running water. Start with the AC if you live in Texas like me. Start with the easy stuff. And then, you know, uh, try other things. Like you're, you're thankful for the neighbor or you're thankful for there was bread at the, the store. Like whatever that looks and feels like. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, it, I got to stop and jump in stuff. for a second. Yeah, you know what's funny? I was laughing. I was sort of thinking how many people two months ago were 
could have journaled that they were grateful just to have toilet paper in the bathroom. Right, and right. <laughs> couldn't find any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the idea of finding what you like at the store. Boy, I, mean, I guess we Americans figured out what nobody wants to run out of. <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, it's just hilarious. We just, when I hear these, these are not things that people would have necessarily written in a gratitude journal six months ago it's funny <laughs> how funny little time changes that is i've been using that analogy for five years like <laughs> I, i've been telling people for five years put it in the bathroom and start that with the number one thing you're got it you're grateful oh for. my gosh you know and That's don't good. beat yourself up right your journal's not supposed to be pretty perfect spelling perfect writing don't just love yourself through it give yourself some extra grace if you miss a day then just keep pick up where you left off you know, that's, I think that's really great advice for a lot of things. You yes. know, I think so many people, I mean, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think we're so hard on ourselves, right? Oh, we didn't get the job. We didn't get the promotion. We didn't get the house. We didn't get this. We didn't eat right. We forgot to walk. Like, oh my God, we're exhausting when all of the negative self-talk, right? All of the, um, the, the things that are feeding our subconscious, that's where I was talking about, like we're inheriting those beliefs and those stories. So where can you love yourself through it with your love me quote? Where can you be grateful for the fact that your kid ran from school and hugged you and told you, thank you. Like any little bit to be, be grateful for, just love yourself extra through it. Yes. Well, not to jump around again, Thomas, but <laughs> so, some of our some of our listeners may not understand what gamified means because it's a relatively new concept in business and in uh, you know corporate settings. So maybe you could explain your version of it a little bit, Michelle, so folks would have a little understanding because they're like learning courses. Mean? What the heck is a game doing in there? Yeah. So so gamify is just. How do you make it fun to cement the learning, right? So could it be um, like a leaderboard as to who's, you know, like, uh, you know, like a quiz? Or could it be like a printed actual game board where you've put your course in, you know, a physical game that you can touch? Where can you make cards that go with your course? Like not everything is going to use the same gaming technique. But think about like when we used to go to... Uh, in-person classes and we'd have those activities where we had to tell two truths and one lie and they had to like that's a gamification technique right mm. like how are you getting people involved to cement their learning so that you know they've understood whatever it is that you're teaching so having a, a an experience yeah, learning, yeah not just not just a kind of old-fashioned information in hopefully information stays and then can come back out yeah, it, they remember how you make them feel, not what you told them, right? There's a quote yeah. about that. Yeah, I butchered that. And, Sorry about that. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of some of the stuff we used to do when we went to uh, business retreats. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was. Go ahead, go ahead, Thomas. I, I was just kind of, I was really fascinated by the the name of your company, and I wanted to hit on this earlier, but tell us a little bit about the idea of the the conscious library. So, so the conscious library started out, we, we always knew we wanted the word conscious, right? It's all about awareness and, and, and spiritual consciousness and, and the collective. And, and the idea was, is I always say if, if Mind Valley and Hay House had a baby, they would call it the conscious library, right? Mm -hmm. So if your <laughs> listeners know who, who those, those uh, sites are, but basically... It's the old-fashioned um, local bookstore where you could get a coffee, you could get a book, you could get a calendar, you could get music. Whatever you needed, it's all in the library. And that's where the Conscious Library came. It was the one-stop resource for spiritual um, people on their quest that they knew that they could come for trusted content and trusted sources and trusted teachers. That's beautiful. I mean, I, speaking of Hay House, I was literally just thinking about Louise Hay yesterday. So I picked up one of her card decks that I have. Yeah. And, um, what an amazing contribution to the world. And, and really a great example of someone who did exactly what you're talking about. Someone who created things just where she was. And she, mm -hmm. didn't, she didn't wait for anyone else's approval. She just started, started small and grew. And grew and grew and what started off as just I think very just a small book to begin with grew into this gigantic company that spread her message and a positive message yeah. that was really life giving all around the world. And it just started off with something really small. And I don't know that she could have ever envisioned 
when she was starting that that's what would have happened. But it's in a great example of what you're talking about today of what's possible. Right. And her book, Heal Thyself. I, I don't think that I don't know if that's the correct name, but that was the very first spiritual book I ever read. And that oh. really solidified your feelings and your emotions will make you sick and your feelings and emotions will heal you. And so that that book was really the cornerstone of my spiritual journey, even before I understood what it all meant is that what you think about yourself will manifest in physical illness. Powerful words indeed. Yeah, she's definitely the mother of all spirituality. Yes. Well, we had a fantastic time today with Michelle Guajardo. We want to thank you for joining us today. We want to encourage you to check out some of our past episodes at imaginemoresuccess.net. And if you'd like to check out some more of Michelle's work, go to theconsciouslibrary.com. And we want to thank you so much for joining us. We want to encourage you to always, always realize your dreams and to imagine more success. Thank you.